0: Hello there everyone, welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, I have a very special friend of mine. Her name is Michelle Abraham, and I've actually known her for several years now from our hometown of Vancouver, BC, Canada. Um, You know, we've done several events together. Uh, We have a really close and solid friendship, and uh, now she's actually become nomadic as well, so we share that as well. Not only are we both uh, from Vancouver, we're both entrepreneurs, we're both parents, we, uh, you know, we're both nomadic, and we love inspiring others to travel. Uh, so Michelle is actually the founder of the upcoming RV Family Summit. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Michelle, about how, uh, her travels, about her journey as an entrepreneur, about family travel, and about the upcoming summit. Uh, So Michelle, uh, to start off with, uh, you know, by the way, she's in this beautiful place called Ruby Lake, and uh, if you're just listening on iTunes, make sure you watch the video version as well, because uh, she has one of the most beautiful backdrops of any of our interviews so far, Ruby Lake in the Sunshine Coast. So Michelle, uh, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you want to share more about yourself.
1: Sure, thanks Ricky, and um, it's been really great uh, to be on the show with you today. I've been watching you guys put this show together and um, you're one of the people that really inspired me to make a move with my family back in May. Um, Watching your family go on your travels, I was like, yeah, you and I have always talked about our previous travels. Uh, In my 20s, I went to 37 countries like you did. You had so many travel experiences and, you know, I really wanted my family to kind of experience that same sort of um, nomadic life that I had in my 20s where, you know, I worked through the Caribbean on cruise ships and I worked all over the world um, with ski in some tour company and I backpacked with friends and had so much fun with my just travels and just how much it makes you grow as a person and how educational it is. And um, you know, we were at a situation in Vancouver uh, where you know my husband wasn't happy with his job. We did all the right things, like we thought you should. You know, you you go to school, you get educated, you get a great job, you uh, buy a house, you have a family, and then you know, then all of a sudden you're in the suburbia where you're commuting two or three hours a day, sitting in traffic and you're hardly seeing your family because you're working so much and we're like this is really not what we signed up for so um we really were inspired to sell our house and um move to the sunshine coast which is where we are right now we are living completely off the grid um, we're at boat access location it's really smoky because of the bc fires right now in the summer Um, Usually you can see beautiful mountains on the other side of the lake (laughs) really clearly but we are a 15 minute boat ride across the lake so no roads here just boat access. Uh, We're completely off the grid as far as um, we have no electricity uh, which means no TV which is awesome. Um, We have um, a septic uh, septic field, so we're on our own septic system. We drink water from a creek that's filtered, and uh, we're completely uh, living on propane uh, fridge and stove uh, kind of things. So it's a great lifestyle for our kids. Our kids are young; they're four and two, and um, my son's going to be going to school until we start traveling. But uh, going to school by boat, (laughs) and then school bus for kindergarten. So it's pretty exciting, Uh, pretty exciting lifestyle that we're. Uh, about to uh, about to embark on and we've been here since May and um, we're really enjoying just the calm lifestyle more family time actually I'm working more (laughs) but I'm getting more work done which is great Um, but I'm actually spending more time with my family and relaxing more
0: Awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing. And, you know, I can definitely relate to your story as I think a lot of other parents can. Uh, you know, you, uh, you you start dating, you get engaged, you get married, uh, you move to the suburbs, you have a kid one and two and maybe three or four, and then you're living in the suburbs and all of a sudden you're kind of like in this um, kind of like this shock mode. You're like, is this all theirs to life? I mean, of course, marriage is great, parenting is great, being an entrepreneur is great, but at the same time you're so busy, you're stuck in the hamster wheel of a, uh, Entrepreneurship, and uh, you basically uh, neglect uh, your your marriage, you neglect your kids. And you know, I'm speaking for myself. I definitely was um, in a state of like unhappiness and depression in Vancouver. And I decided to make this major decision to leave my life of suburbia and domestication, to go from being a domesticated dad to a digital nomad dad, and you know, it's really changed everything. Um, You know, my my peace of mind, my state of uh, emotions, uh, our marriage is much better, our family dynamics are much better, we spend this quality time that you mentioned, so I can definitely relate to your story and I'm glad you took the leap as well because a lot of families, they don't actually make that change. They just, uh, they just stay in the state of suburbia, and uh, you know, no judgment here. If people like it, uh, that's totally cool. But for me, suburbs wasn't for us, and uh, we're glad we actually made the shift. So you are currently on this lake, uh, you know, getting work done. I'm curious to know the major question. You're off the grid, but how do you connect with Wi-Fi?
1: Well, our service provider for Wi-Fi is really interesting. We didn't know this when we moved up here, but um, I was always using a Hotspot on my phone, and um, and it was using a lot of data on my phone. So recently, um, one of the service providers uh, put a tower not too far away from here, but because we're off the grid, we don't qualify to get regular Wi-Fi. Um, So they have a package that's called the Rural Package, and it's amazing. We actually now have this little hub that we can take with us. So I can actually go way out in the middle of the lake with my little hub, and um use Wi-Fi from the middle of the lake um, and we can travel around our property here we've got eight acres so we travel around the property and take the little hub with us and it's for rural it's for people who are rural um, and uh, it's like a hundred gigs or sorry 500 gigs for hundred dollars a month it's amazing so we're really lucky that we're able to do that because um, you know when we were back in Vancouver I had a co-working space and you know, you and I used to do a lot of stuff to, to do with like podcasting and doing teaching people how to do um, internet marketing and online courses and things like that. And, um, you know, it's one of those things that I wasn't really knowing that this was preparing us for like the digital nomad lifestyle um, where it's like, thank goodness I have a job and a career that we can just take off and go anywhere with. And that's always been my goal in life really is to be able to be paid to play <laughs> and, you know, travel around the world and be able to be free and location independent. And my husband wasn't able to do that with his past job. So he actually retired from his um, job of 17 years. And uh, now we're lucky that my my business is able to support our whole family in this lifestyle. And I apologize yeah, for the noise a- in the background. They're building a house. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, that's a great thing that you're able to actually sustain your family with the income side of things. A lot of people have that objection to traveling the world or just traveling more is they don't have the time, they don't have the money, the kids are too young, or excuse A, B, C, and D, and E, and F, right? But you've somehow managed to make it happen. And most people who want to travel, they'll find a way, you know? There are no excuses when you decide to do it. Uh, So tell us about how you finance uh, your, your business and your travels. Tell us a little bit more. Break it down for us.
1: Yeah, well, right now, um, we're actually spending a lot less money than we normally would be in our um, regular, like, suburbia lifestyle. So, um, we did sell our house, and the Vancouver house market is unbelievable. So, people thought we were crazy for selling our house right now. But, you know what? We have sold our house. We've tucked away that money. We're not going to touch it for our travels. Um, we are just living a little bit more minimally. Uh, like, you know, we don't need to buy things all the time. And we are actually, like a good 45 minutes away from anywhere you can use a debit or credit card so, uh, other than online, lo- other than online. So it takes a little bit of effort. So yeah, when we go out, we might spend a little bit more money, um, on groceries or whatever, but it's like once a week or once every couple of weeks instead of every day. And the little, that's the little things that add up, I remember reading, um, the book, um, you know, um, uh, what's it called by David Bach the, the, the millionaire, um, the, the millionaire book and we had the latte factor, right? Where those $5 lattes, they add up over time, right? And it's crazy. We were laughing because in June, um, this year we filled up our truck with gas once for $80. So normally we were in the city, we were filling up at least once or twice a week. Um, so that alone is a huge savings. So I mean, we're probably living on less than like less than probably fifteen hundred dollars a month right now, um, where we are. So um, that's basically just covering our living expenses, and um, the rest we're saving to go on our RV trip in the fall.
0: Wow, that's pretty amazing that you can live in Canada as a family of 4 for only about 1500 or 2000 uh, You know, we were living in the suburbs uh, in Burnaby, British Columbia, and definitely our uh, standard living was much higher than that. So it definitely depends on where you're at. You mentioned obviously you're living off the grid, you don't have electricity, you don't have a TV, you don't have a cable, uh, you don't have to uh, pay for the all these other costs of, uh, you know, like home uh, home insurance car insurance, or oh, maybe with the RV, uh, you will have to pay that. But, uh, um, and uh, obviously uh, not having a place to spend the money at is a good thing, uh, you know, uh, obviously just online. So yeah, some great tips there. Uh, we're actually spending about the same, I would say here in Colombia. Uh, maybe 1500 to 2000 depending on uh, uh, exactly how we're traveling. But right now we're stationed here in a condo and uh, you know, it's pretty cheap per week It's about hundred us per week in the condo. Uh, you know, our meals are roughly about five, or five to seven US dollars per meal, uh, you know, obviously dinners uh, around that and breakfast is maybe three or four US only. Uh, so definitely uh, you can live for cheap and if you're not um, living in an expensive place like Europe or uh, you know like um, Australia or parts of Canada and the US that aren't uh, in the lake like you are, you're definitely going to spend more. So you definitely have to figure out where you're going to be and then uh, plan the budget accordingly. Uh, So I'm curious to know about your your vision for it. I mean, now you're um, at the lake uh, in the Sunshine Coast, but your plans is to actually go uh, on RV and travel more. So walk us through a little bit about when you're planning to do that and where you're going to go.
1: Sure. Well, and because we have boat access, um, uh, it gets pretty quiet up here in the winter. And most people are here, you know, some for the summer months, and then we're pretty much we pretty much be alone up here in the winter. So uh, what our plan is. is to take our family and do some exploring. So, you know, have our off the grid location as our summer kind of home base, uh, but spend four to six months in um, the shoulder season, so October to kind of May, March, March, April, May, somewhere in the spring, um, and travel. So this year we've decided that we're gonna go down the coast of, um, uh, the, of the U.S., and we're gonna go as far as California, and then we're gonna assess going across Mexico and into Costa Rica. Um, If we don't feel like we want to go across with our RV, then we'll leave the RV and just fly into Costa Rica for the the, the couple months in the winter and then come back this way through the states again. So um, we're hoping to uh, do at least four to six months in our RV and um, we're really excited about the opportunity to see some of the West Coast that we haven't seen yet and also with everyone along the way each year we're planning on doing a different trip. So this year it's the west coast of the US. Next year we're hoping to do Australia and New Zealand. Um, in the off season, so we will even though it's winter in Australia and New Zealand in our winter, we'll, we'll we'll go we'll go there in the spring and the fall. But that's our plan is every year to kind of switch it up so that we have a different uh, travel agenda each year.
0: Sounds amazing and you're doing this with the RV, so obviously you can drive from Canada Uh, to the U.S., to Central America, and then once you hit the Darien Gap, you're kind of stuck, so you can't go into South America, unfortunately. Uh, But Australia, it's a little bit of a hard to drive the RV across the uh, ocean, so are you going to get it shipped in a a crew, uh, kind of like a shipping container for cars, or tell us a little bit about how you're going to get the RV down there?
1: Sure. Well, it's not going to be the same RV as we do in the States. So the States, we have an RV that's going to stay here in Canada. Um, for the winter, but when we go to Australia, we're hoping to get some sponsorship through um, our podcasts and our summits and do Australia as like another series. So the series is going to be Australia, New Zealand next year. This year's season is West Coast of Canada and US. So each season is going to be a different, um, a different uh, location for our podcast. So our podcast is the Are We RV There Yet podcast. So um, we're trying to pick up different locations every Year, I'm hoping the third year we can get to Europe uh, with an RV, so we'll just uh, see how that one goes. Our first couple of years in an RV, we'll see how we like that.
0: I love the name by the way, RV there yet and you know that's something that us parents can relate to. Our daughter probably asks that 10 times a day, and when we're traveling especially. So RV there yet is a great um, show name. Uh, so tell us about the summit, Yeah, you mentioned the summit just now, uh, you're actually going to be doing one this fall called the RV Family Summit and you know I'm definitely looking forward to being a part of that and supporting any way I can and a lot of the guests who are on our show are actually RVers I, I've interviewed at least 10 or 15 of them on our podcast here uh, so I'll definitely send them your way uh, but tell us tell us more uh, what is the RV Family Summit?
1: Sure. So the RV Family Summit is exactly what my family is trying to do right now so we've gone from our house and now we're trying to figure out how everything fits into an RV um, how to how to go from living in a house to an RV, and how to plan our trip, how to work on the road, how to school our kids on the road. So we're going to be obviously taking my son out of kindergarten. It's <laughs> not a big deal, kindergarten, but still, we still gonna have to do some school along the road. Uh, so we want to talk to families who have been who have been road schooling, families who have been. Um, uh, successfully uh, traveling in their RV for many years, so we have all sorts of really great uh, speakers lined up, and more to come. And I'd love to connect with some of your speakers from your uh, from your show as well, because there's just so much value and. In- having the knowledge from someone who's already done it and uh, each family's got such a unique twist on how they've gone from, you know, the suburbia life to their RV life and really how do you make the working on the road work and, you know, there's so many different people that are transitioning. Um these days. So it's really about creating a lifestyle that you want, a freedom, but still maintaining an income. Um, but like you said, like we're going to have more family time together, more, um, more free time and actually, you know, just the money, the money flows when you're, when you're aligned properly. Right. So, um, I'm really excited about the RV summit. It launches October 2nd and we have about 25 speakers for the summit and, uh, the summit is going to be hosted at the, uh, um, fulltimetravelnetwork.com full-time uh, website and uh, that's where you'll find the RV Family Summit starting in October. And we're so happy to have you, uh, Ricky, as a speaker because you've got a lot of experience with being a professional blogger and a digital nomad and really how you transitioned your family from a lifestyle where you lived in a house and You know, now you're living out of a backpack, so how does that that all work as a family and how does school on the road work? And, you know, even though you're not in an RV right now, it's the same, it's very parallel lifestyle, (laughs) Uh, same sort of thing. And we're going to speak to you specifically about how to get some of your travel as a professional blogger sponsored um, as you traveled along and what that looks like.
0: Yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, that's uh, one of my big passions is to get sponsored travel. Who doesn't love to travel the world for free? And I've been doing it for five years. Uh, I first started back in Vancouver, BC, Canada, just doing local trips. I actually got sponsorships in the Sunshine Coast where you are. Um, you know, uh, And then I got sponsorships in the Okanagan, and then I got sponsorships in Vancouver Island. And I was like, this is working in BC. So I started <laughs> doing it in Alberta, and it worked in Alberta. Then I did in Ontario, in Toronto, it worked there. Then I did in San Francisco in the US, it worked there. And then I was like, okay, I have something that's working here, Uh, I tried it on a local basis, I tried it on a provincial, on a national, then on an international in terms of the US basis. Then I was like, let's take it global. And then, yeah, it's been working amazingly on our travels in the Philippines, Hong Kong, Dubai, um, in uh, South Africa, and here, in even in uh, South America. In Colombia, we were just getting a sponsor, stay just last week uh, here in Medellin. So, um, and we're actually getting one next week, too. So, shout out to those uh, sponsors. Um, uh, it's actually Hostels Colombia. They sponsored us with a family room here in Medellin. Uh, so, shout out to them. And YOLO, YOLO uh, Hostels, they're actually sponsoring us next week. Uh, shout out to them as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to sharing on your uh, summit any of the insights I can and to help. RVers uh, get sponsorships you know that's obviously a great way not only of getting free travel but uh, you know I've been able to get uh, some uh, uh, paid uh, sponsorships. I just worked with Expedia Canada to get uh, some sponsored posts on my blog inspiring people to travel more so yeah looking forward to sharing that Michelle. Um, Tell us more Uh, so the summit is uh, coming up in October. Uh, Tell us about uh, who is it for? Is it for people who are thinking of RVing? Is it people who are already RVing or is it um, for more established people? Uh, who is the audience?
1: It's for people who are um, thinking about RVing full time um, and oh, maybe they've done some RVing part time, weekends, summers, trips, those kind of things. They like the lifestyle idea. It's really for the people who are fed up with suburbia lifestyle, not seeing their families, commuting all the time and really have um, a really a strong urge to find a better way of living and a better way of spending more quality time with your family while still maintaining a lifestyle that you can enjoy. Um, I mean, for our family up here, we, one of the things that saved us some money is growing our own vegetables in our backyard here. So you can't do that in an RV, but what are some things that you can do in an RV that can save some time, save some money and uh, create a lifestyle that you really want. Well, you can cook more uh, from your RV instead of eating out along the road. Um, you can do all sorts of things to really minimize like the spending um, when you're traveling too. And I think by having your home with you, like an RV, it really will help save a little a bit of money along the way. And then you can use resources like boondocking where you can stay for free for up to two weeks um, in your RV. And those kind of things I think really um, will help people plan for a trip, uh, that's really going to be sustainable. Cause that's the first thing everyone always asks is like, well, how can you afford to do that? Like, did you win the lottery? Well, no, we didn't win the lottery. We just got smart about what we're going to spend our money on and we don't need to buy toys and we don't need to buy, you know, electronic gadgets after electronic gadgets and things like that. Well, maybe sometimes for podcasting or whatever, but, <laughs> um, you know, we really just are more choosy, we rather choose experiences over products and, and, and things that will, you know be not useful in a couple of years from now so we're choosing to have the experiences with our families rather than um, you know rather than buying things that are going to take up room in our RV (laughs) so again (laughs) it's just for families that are really looking specifically families who are looking to move from that lifestyle in a house to a lifestyle in their RV on a more full-time basis
0: yeah and it's so funny you mentioned the whole toy angle Uh, you know here I am uh, with our kids toys all our kids have is like four toys they have optimus prime uh they have uh, this little uh horsey they have the little minions and then uh you know i I think there's a couple more Uh, but really that's all they need and uh you know on the road we actually just get toys and then they end up losing them i'm surprised that optimus hasn't been lost yet but somehow he survived uh, for about two months of travel uh, but, uh, you, know, you know, you think your kids need all these toys back in Vancouver, BC, Canada, where we're from, we probably had like at least like 50 or 60 different toys and books and like all this gear and we don't need any of that. And most of the stuff is just sitting on the shelf and then our kids will actually throw them all around the carpet and then we have to clean them up. And it's much easier to clean up core toys or two toys than it is like 50 or 60 of them.
1: Right? Same with clothes too, right? You only need a few outfits. There's laundromats everywhere rather than bringing so many clothes that just clutter your RV or clutter your backpacks or, you know, (laughs) and I actually find with clothes, even uh, where we are right now off the grid, we have a washing machine, um, but we have to hang dry and we have like some really uh, biodegradable um, washing soda, so that we're very environmentally friendly but it doesn't necessarily clean really well so I find we're we're using our clothes more than we're in the city you know we'd wear things once and then wash them where here for the kids clothes they're wearing them a lot more often <laughs> and uh, you know they're getting more miles out of their clothes let's just say instead of growing out of them they're actually wearing them out <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, So, uh, you know, to end off here, if people wanted to, uh, um, you know, live this life that you are living or that I'm living, uh, there might be someone who's watching this interview right now. There might be someone who's listening to this on iTunes, and they're thinking of going nomadic, you know, like an RV journey like you are, or like uh, traveling on a budget and uh, getting uh, sponsorships like I am. Uh, What would you say to that person who's thinking of traveling and they don't know where to start besides the Just Do It Nike slogan? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I, I I really think that we talked about it for a long time and, you know, talking about it wasn't enough. And it got to the point where it's like, actually, we what kind of pushed us off over the edge was that we had a flood in our house. And so we had to move into an apartment for six weeks. And so um, during that six weeks, we packed up our house. We lived with barely any of our belongings, just a few things. And we're like, you know what? Why do we have all this crap? Like, you know, so we really went through decluttering, selling everything, living more minimal realistically, and uh, we really, um, we really, really, really are so happy that we did that. It was like a huge weight lifted off us when we moved out of the city and came here. It's like much more, um, you know, and that would be the same as if you're going directly from your house to into an RV, you know, it's, a, it's just like a, a decluttering uh, feeling. And, um, you know, you just have this inner peace almost like inner peace. Um, and for us, when we get on the road, it's going to be, um, you know, it's insane with here. It's just that appreciation of beauty and nature and things that are simple in life and family and connection with family and being able to do that in a, a real organic way on the road for life. So, um, you know, feel free to follow me on Facebook, Michelle Abraham. Um, we will be having, uh, You know, the fulltimetravelnetwork.com is going to be our our umbrella site where we're going to do lots of summits. We're going to do one for people who are living on sailboats, the nomadic lifestyle. We're going to do one for people who are backpacking around the world like you are, Ricky. So uh, stay tuned. We're just really interested in this lifestyle and how families, specifically families, are making it work and why uh, you should check it out too.
0: You should check it out and then make it happen for yourself too. And there's definitely a lot of resources, including Michelle's summit, including her podcast, including uh, just uh, picking her brain. Uh, You know, sometimes it just helps to ask those questions that you're struggling with, Uh, how do I deal with the schooling? How do I deal with the finances? How do I pack everything? How do I sell everything? How do I uh, make money online? How do I save money? Uh, You know, uh, how do I budget? So just ask people those questions. You know, we've literally interviewed over 200 guests on our show, including, uh, you know, uh, people like Michelle who've just – taking the leap, and uh, now she's actually uh, not just taking the leap, but actually now she's inspiring others to take the leap, and I love that about someone like Michelle, because now she's creating her own summits, and her podcast, and her, uh, you know, the, the the blog, and the resource she mentioned, uh, so definitely connect with Michelle, ask her some questions, uh, you know, follow her on her podcast, make sure you sign up for the summit as well, uh, we look forward to seeing you on there, uh, so thanks for your time over there on beautiful Ruby Lake.
1: Thanks Ricky. And if I can say one more thing to people is that, you know, if you're not sure how you would make a business work on the road, Ask me because that's what I do for a living is I help people create whatever they're passionate about turn it into an online business So really anyone has you have talents and you have strengths and you have experiences and you have something that's packageable and Sellable online, so uh, don't be afraid of uh, you know wondering where the money will come from Uh, When you're in line with what you love the most it will come and so thank you so much Ricky, for having me today It's been a pleasure and I look forward to your interview on our summit, too
0: Yeah, it was a pleasure to have you. Thanks for being on the show today, Michelle. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery. Uh, Make sure you connect with Michelle, and I'll actually have those links below uh, so you can sign up uh, to the summit on there, listen to the podcast, uh, follow along on her own RV journey on the link below. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, they'll be right in the YouTube description. If you're listening on iTunes, they'll be right in the show notes. Uh, so, thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast, where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.